Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am Larry. And I am Justin. How you feeling today, buddy? Uh, not 100%. My voice comes and goes, so mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> well, when you, when you, cause we, we pushed back recording a day to give your voice some time to recover, but I was intrigued when you said you sounded like Selma from uh, The Simpsons. Marge's oh. sister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, I was a lot more uh, Tom Waitsy, mm-hmm. uh, very gravelly. Um, it's coming and going today. Like I have moments where it's okay. It sounds worse than it actually feels. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think some of our listeners would have liked it. They like your ASMR. So you come in with a little gravelly <laughs> smoker voice. They might have been a fan. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so this week we are reviewing Dead Space 2. Beware of spoilers here on out. Um, but before we get into that, I know you've been sick. Have you been able to do anything? Um, I finished watching the... I watched the series finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. Uh, that was a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic ending to a, se- a series. Absolutely. Like, hands down. Amazing. Um, I played some Deathloop maybe like an hour if that uh obviously beat dead space in like a week uh, i think i beat it in like two days and then, yeah you beat uh, it on I, saturday i was like oh crap i it took me a little bit longer <laughs> but yeah yeah um and then i uh i started playing silent hill last night played mm-hmm. it for like maybe 20 minutes oh boy <laughs> i haven't started yet uh get ready for a booty shot cool yep <laughs> Uh, but honestly, like other than that, um, I I've just been sick, so yeah. I haven't done much. What about yourself? Honestly, it's been kind of slow for me too. School is just a lot; <laughs> it just yeah. takes up a lot of time, like a lot of studying, a lot of note taking, a lot of quiz taking, and homework and all that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, beat Dead Space two. Um, I played Destiny for like maybe two hours this week, if that. I'm hoping okay. to play a little bit more on Sunday, but we'll see. Uh, I played Dead by Daylight for the first time in months with uh shannon and joe some of our listeners yeah i did i did see that in like our uh, toxic mm-hmm. survive with friends group there yeah, yeah that must have been it fun was, it was fun I, I'm, I'm rusty I'm, I'm nowhere near where i used to be <laughs> yeah like a lot of the mechanics have changed like a lot of like the ranking system has changed it's been so long but it was a lot of fun to play with them it, it's been a minute um really haven't watched anything i have to watch the ghost the prisoners of ghostland because i'm reviewing that with rachel next week Okay, yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, I surprisingly know what that is, and I actually kind of want to watch it myself. It looks yeah, ridiculous. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun, like, October Halloween episode to do. Yeah. Um, I need to watch that. Um, I, haven't, I haven't watched the finale for part one of American Horror Story. Okay. Um, it's just, honestly, it's been a very, very busy week with schooling and stuff. Uh, Dante update, we took him to the vet again on Monday, and he is continuing to do better. We actually cut back on his prednisone again, so that's been super cool. Um, honestly, I feel like sometimes I have a lot more to say here, but unless you want to talk <laughs> about like the Harry Potter Candy Crush kind of game, <laughs> that's really been the extent of oh. my gaming. Actually, there is one thing I forgot to talk about. Um, so completely like unrequested or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you know the game Moonlighter by any chance? No. Okay, so it's basically a roguelike, your least favorite. Uh, yes, yes, I have not had good experiences. <laughs> um, it. Sorry, I'm trying to do something here on my computer too. Um, it has. Uh, it came out like on uh, uh, mobile uh, today. Mm-hmm. I think, and Evolve PR was like, "Hey, we noticed you had like mobile in your gaming stuff, so here, here's just a code. Just play. It. You don't have to talk about it or anything if you don't want to." Uh huh. Um, so I also played a ton of Moonlighter while I was laying in bed, which was kind of nice. Was it fun? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I I actually own the game on PC, on Switch, on Xbox. Like, yeah. So I, I knew it was a fun game. So I was kind of excited because then I didn't have to really like do much. I could just like oh look at my phone, play it for like twenty minutes, sure, and then put it down. Um, that was fun. Yeah, I can I kind of forgot about that. Cool. But yeah, oh, I guess started. I did finish the Hobbit audiobook and I started Lord of the Rings. Oh, Fellowship. how was that? Uh, the Hobbit's my favorite book of the Lord okay. of the Rings series. Um, it always has been. It was the first one I read. I I think the story's a lot more condensed. I I just I really really like it. The narrator did a really really good job. Um, and Fellowship so far has been fun too. Um, 
tomorrow I'm actually driving to Cincinnati to visit uh, my good friend Kyle, a patron of the podcast, actually, too, um, for his birthday, belated birthday. He His birthday was in the summer, but because of COVID and everything, he kind of waited. And yeah, it's just you said uh, like a bonfire, right? Yeah, we're Sorry, having a bonfire I, I hope that's okay that house. I said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're having a fire at his parents' house, so I'm excited to see him. But I plan on cracking out some more of that, too. But... Yeah, Justin, I don't have a whole lot. I'm sorry, listeners. School has been crushing me. I think when Justin goes on his little hiatus for uh, his wedding and everything, I'll be able to actually get caught up and actually have more things going on. I did put in God of War. Um, I'm planning on playing that when you're on your hiatus, too. I am uh, also... So, (laughs) um, even though it's my honeymoon, I'm still bringing my PlayStation. (laughs) Just I, I wake up a lot earlier than Michelle, so yeah, sure, uh, sure. I, I need something for Devin. Um, so I'm gonna need stuff to do. Um, uh, I'm also going to try to replay God of War <laughs> while I'm gone. So yeah, I think I have like two more trophies to get. So I'm gonna try to clean up the platinum it's, and. For me, it's those fucking ravens. It's the, those ravens. I think I it's, I just... it, 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 it's it's that it's the collectible stuff. Like I I beat the Valkyries. Oh, I I think I have the last one to. Oh, do. she sucks, dude! It took me like a week of. <laughs> gaming because I, I didn't want to drop the difficulty because i played it on not normal the one above normal or whatever i think you ha- yeah like i think you have to beat it on hard right i think there's a trophy yeah, associated and, with it yeah yeah and I, and I i i just wanted to do it and i i did beat the the top valkyrie but so yeah that's kind of that's on my horizon but not yet so man if you're good why continue pushing it off let's talk about dead space Yes, let's. Sorry. What do you got for background for us? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I know that went long, but I just something about the soundtrack. <laughs> good, I fucking good. love it. Um, okay, so Dead Space Two is a sci-fi sort survival horror game developed by Visceral Games and published by EA for PC, PlayStation Three, and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It came out in on January, or sorry, in the month of January in twenty eleven. Um, Did you play it when it came out? Oh, absolutely. I was in line midnight release of this game uh, <laughs> uh unlike it's unlike dead space one uh it has a multiplayer mode which i remember playing back in the day it's like 4v4 basically four humans and four necromorphs i um, was considering I, playing it cause I, I talked to you about it but yeah. you had to pay to get access to it yeah if you don't own the game new sorry uh, EA was doing this thing back then. They did it with Mass Effect 2 as well, that basically it was their way to combat used used games, and they would put a thing. So if you bought the game new, it would come with a voucher in your game saying... You yeah, that, that's, it, what, that's, that's definitely it. what it looked like. Yeah, and then if you bought it used, you didn't have that code, and I think it was like 10 bucks. And yeah, there was... Honestly, I, I doubt the online community is still there, because I know, I mean... I remember playing it back in the day and didn't really enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. I just didn't think it fit very well. But uh, a port for the Wii was planned, but never released. Really? Um, yeah, they, they did come out with a Wii uh, Dead Space. It's Dead Space Extraction. It's like on an on-rail shooter. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, it is quite good. Oh, okay. Um, um, we can look into it if you want. I'm okay if we don't. <laughs> I figured it's like an offshoot. So, but um, they also released a, a PSN slash Xbox Live Arcade mini puzzle horror game that came out uh, before, mm-hmm. and um, the lead character from Dead Space Ignition is what it was called. Is the guy who sets who basically tries to free you at the very start of the game. Frank Franco yes. is his name, and that guy that dies and we get that cool transformation scene anyways um dead space 2 is considered to be one of the most expensive video games to have been made Um, really 
It's got a $120 million budget split evenly between... So it's basically they gave it $60 million for development and $60 million for marketing. Uh, to give you an example, I, ha- I brought up a list of um, video games that obviously are expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to sort it by cost. It is right under Halo 2. Oh, right wow. under Bungie. Or Bungie Destiny Two, uh, above it was more expensive to make Dead Space Two than it was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Grand Theft Auto Four, Battlefield Four, The Witcher Three, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, uh, one of the newer Mass Effects, Watch Dogs, Mortal Kombat Two. Well, that apparently that was very expensive to make. Um, yeah, like it, it was more expensive to make than Final Fantasy Nine, Half Life Two, Super Mario Brothers Three crazy Um, yeah it is like on a list that obviously i'm looking at uh on just wikipedia it is one two three four five six seven eight from the top and that's like including games like cyberpunk grand theft auto 5 yeah oh cyberpunk has that ever been fixed uh i heard it's actually pretty good now Devin has still not opened up the thing i got for for christmas last year i mean i got it off amazon like this was before the controversy started happening but like there was like yeah. smoke you know i yeah. got it brand new i got the collector's edition brand new for 20 bucks i would uh i've heard that it still doesn't run amazing on ps4 pro pro okay uh, it still runs okay it's like in a playable state now but uh apparently it's it's worth the wait to play it on a ps5 but i'm still not i know she's not in any rush she's been reading yeah. a lot but on, honestly that's, that's, it's, it's it's just funny <laughs> yeah um i honestly just have a couple more things actually okay um, the okay here we go the game's creative director wright bagwell said that dead space was very similar to resident evil said there's an interesting story from dead space and dead space 2 that we started to build that we started building in dead space 1 um Basically, he just goes on to say a bunch of people were obsessed with playing Resident Evil 4 at the time. Um, and in contrast to the approach about Isaac in the first game where he was basically a mute yes. character, they wanted him to have a more proactive role in the story. That's why, obviously, we get like a lot of And we'll definitely talk about that in plot, I bet. Okay. okay, good, good. Yeah, I mean obviously we see his face a lot more mm-hmm. and it's like very like in our face him talking uh, we'll get to uh certain gross face stuff later too i'm sure the eyes um, i had yeah, seen the you, meme but i did not know it was from this game did you fail it by any chance the first time oh so because you kept it. moving it oh yeah i saw it yeah. Devin was there yeah. watching we were like oh fuck yeah it was gross <laughs> um the game's art director ian milhen uh commented about the multiplayer of dead space 2 uh, he said, other games, multiplayers are fine, but this is different. It's the kind of multiplayer that could only in, only exist in Dead Space. Um, obviously, that's, I don't agree with that uh, whatsoever. <laughs> it's basically Left 4 Dead, uh, but not as well. Done. It sounds like the Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal multiplayer, too. Yeah, it, it's it's, I mean, sure, it's cool if you like that kind of stuff, but it doesn't really. I hate PvP. When I have to do it in Destiny, yeah. it makes me want to pull my fucking hair out. Yeah, same. It was like, literally, the only PvP great. I like is Dead by Daylight, and I think that's just because it's so unique. Yeah. Um, and so balanced, because I, I... I tried the Predator <laughs> 1, and it, that is not balanced. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we have to... That is a PlayStation Plus game this month. I already downloaded it. I thought, okay. yeah, we... I would like try. to at some point, maybe, but we are also so busy... Yeah. Not only just like with life, but with the podcast. So if, if we can get to it, awesome. Maybe I'll just pick a patron review. We can hop on and maybe yeah, we can absolutely. maybe we can do uh what you did um with Rachel. We can okay. do one of those, but uh, yeah, that it I'm would cool be a that. fully Patreon thing, like to okay. keep it limited because it'll be a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I only have two last things. One thing is like a big thing that we might get a little bit into, but okay. uh, uh, one of the little things is as part of a build-up campaign. So they did like a ton of marketing for this game. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was like sixty million dollars in marketing. I don't remember anything. Honestly, Dead Space was always just a thing. Like I don't remember. I remember nothing about promotion or anything. So it's wild because I remember a lot of this stuff. So it's kind of crazy to think that it was ten years ago now. Uh-huh. Like it's it's kind of wild. Um, 
So basically, as a build-up campaign for Dead Space 2, uh, Visceral Games ran a competition on Facebook to get participants' faces in the game. Um, and basically, the winner uh, had their face put in the game, and you were guaranteed to meet a violent death. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, this last part, um, it's going to be interesting. Well, just let me get through it, and then we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like this is where most of their money went, too. For the advertising campaign, 200 women were selected for their conservative values and lack of famili- familiarity with video games, and uh, their reactions to a screening of the game were featured in EA's web and TV advertisements with the campaign slogan called, Your Mom Hates Dead Space 2. Smart. The, cam- <laughs> the campaign was criticized as sexist and reinforcing stereotypes against females and older gamers. As the game is M-rated and only 17 plus can purchase it, uh, others thought that the advertisements were pointless and would hurt the market share. <laughs> Surprisingly, on the other hand, notable voices in the video game industry defended the campaign. Uh, people were quoted with saying, "Are there that many people really taking Dead Space 2's mom's mom campaign that literally? When did gamers become so humorless?" People I are mean, stupid. I mean. I, like I'm, I'm sorry like I, I am old enough to remember like Al Gore's wife trying to yeah. curtail like in the US like trying to get the US government to cut cut back on video game violence and everything like no like the people who do complain about it are the people who know nothing, know nothing about it and I think showing that is just like like it's just tongue in cheek like that is the people who critique it they don't even play it and so to show it to them like oh my gosh it, it's I'm sorry like that is funny that is on point and it's not a stereotype when you have, like, I think about, like, like in modern society, how you have these, like, like think about little Nas X, right? He's, like, an openly gay musician who's putting out openly gay music videos and stuff. And they're critiquing and saying, like, he's, like, the governor of, like, North Dakota is, like, saying he's, like, corrupting the youth. Like, no, like, oh, God. the white woman, like, I think it's, like, a, I think people say it, like, I've, I've seen it. Like white women are not your allies, like yeah. and like and 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 this is it plays into it. It's just like, oh, dude, I'm not done. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Inquisitor wrote, uh, granted, it took a lot of guts for EA to even go down this road, but the idea of pulling in 200 middle-aged moms into an individual focus group situation to evaluate a new game, title unknown, was awesome. Some people went even went as far to say. Campaign the campaign was sheer genius. Yes, I agree. Game, design, game designer Cliff Blazinski suggested that EA EA's marketing team deserved a raise. Yes, the programmers of the Adult Swim animation block on Cartoon Network demonstrated their approval by by creating a pre-cartoon segment bumper that aired around this time, stating that the best market that it was the best marketing idea of 2011. Uh, and then EA uh, went on to win uh, game marketing awards for. 2011 and yeah the, yes uh they ended up winning the outstanding overall marketing campaign of the year that year they should i mean do you not agree like i oh, i think it's, I I think think it's, it's hilarious like i think it's hilarious yeah yeah because I, those are the people not. who critique at least now they've seen it so they know they're critiquing <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so one final thing to say is that um this kind of gives you an idea of how it's sold over the years uh ea reported that dead space 2 shipped nearly 2 million units in the first week of its release. We did not get an update on sales until 2017. So six years later, uh, it had only sold 4 million copies uh, and it was considered like a disappointment. Yeah, because 2011, that's a PS3 game, right? Yeah, PS3, Xbox 360. PS3, Xbox 360 is definitely the time of my life where I played video games the least amount, I think. That was like college time, like... I was doing more stuff, and I think, I think a lot of people. Like, yeah, I was at Miami. Yeah, I think a lot of people were just like otherwise distracted. Like, pretty much during that my college time, it was Final Fantasy or Bust or the Batman games. Arkham City came out, I think, during yeah. that time too. Well, see, the thing is, they a lot of the old programmers and designers and all mm-hmm. everybody that was actually involved in the game blaze, blames it. I mean, a lot on the fact that. EA apparently just kept, like kept like oh yeah you want that sure they like kept pouring money into this thing because Dead Space One was successful yeah and at this time they wanted to kind of 
keep that gravy train rolling. So it, and we can it, certainly talk about probably in gameplay if we felt like it was bloated. Okay. I yeah. think I think they're probably a good spot to talk about it, don't you? Absolutely. But yeah, so that's really. I mean, obviously that was more than I kind of. I'm happy that you told me that. Had, I didn't but... know that, and I I literally find that hilarious, and I'm happy they got rewarded for it because I think that is just sheer genius. Oh, I think it's hilarious. It's like absolutely I... <laughs> hilarious. Full yeah. stop. Yeah, it was good. Okay, so since Justin recovered from being sick, and because he's a good friend, I want to be a good friend too. We are doing a plot summary, but he will not be timed. I don't want to brutalize his voice before we get into the <laughs> review proper. So, Justin, whenever you're ready, feel free to regale us the story of Dead Space 2. I, I am going to play the music. Oh, uh, you absolutely while should. I go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, here we go. Uh, three years after Dead Space, Isaac Clarke wakes up on the sprawl. He escapes an attack in a straitjacket, gets a call from a woman named Diana, and then Nolan Strauss. Uh, Isaac ignores Strauss, and Isaac makes his way to Diana. Diana reveals that she, she is a unitologist sent to, quote-unquote, recover Isaac, claiming that he is responsible for building the marker that is causing the outbreak. Uh, a gunship guns down Diana, uh, and then Strauss contacts Isaac again. He decides to trust Strauss. Uh, Isaac co- comes across Ellie, uh, and then later Strauss's dementia gets bad, and he attacks Ellie. She survives, and later Isaac is forced to kill Strauss. Uh, Isaac's visions of Nicole become more violent. Eventually, he comes to the comes to accept that he cannot run away anymore, and that his destiny is to sacrifice his life to stop the marker, causing Nicole's visions to become friendly and peaceful. Isaac eventually sees the marker, and with Nicole guiding him, he finds a machine that unlocks the blocked marker-infected parts of his mind. Uh, Isaac goes to the marker uh, when. The Nicole Vision pulls him into his own mind. There, Isaac encounters the Nicole Vision, who then reveals the only way to be reborn is to absorb the body and mind of the one who created it. Isaac is able to destroy the Nicole Vision, destroying the marker in the process. Isaac falls to the ground, ready to die. Isaac receives a call from Ellie, who crashes the gunship through the ceiling as the Titan station collapses. Isaac makes his way onto the gunship, and they escape. Perfect. Yeah, that was way longer than 60 no, seconds. No, I just kind of totally like, well, I'm going to take my with time with it. It was a nice refresher. Um, yeah. Overall, I like this story more. Um, mainly because, and not a lot more, because I, I did like the original. But for yeah. me, and this is probably going to be a difference maybe between you and I, um, is this did feel more like Resident Evil 4 to me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that they did a good job. of. I, I feel like one is good in how it is slower. One feels like Resident like, Evil 1 or 2. Yes. Resident Evil... And, like, Dead Space 2 is, like... I mean, you are in it right away. Like, I was ready for, like, a little bit of a build-up, but you are in the <laughs> shit oh, right no. away. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I, I really do think that it works for it because, yes, it is more, like action focused than dead space one but i think they lean into it in a way that really works and i think the fact that they we get more isaac we actually get yes. like invested in him and i'm happy everything that. that yeah everything that happens to him i mean it it hits more right because yes i understand that when people when game developers make the silent protagonist it's like oh you're supposed to project yourself onto them but I personally like a more like focused story where I don't have to pretend to be this person. They, I just want to see the, their story. Sometimes it works me. well. Sometimes they make the change where you you get more involved and you don't care. I think they yeah. did a really really good job because we already had Nicole kind of being in his mindset. We already kind of knew a little yeah. bit about Isaac. And they build upon it, and they did it in a very slow... For how fast the game is, they build upon the character of Isaac really slowly throughout this. And not only that, something that I really like about it, and it's what I like about in franchises when they kind of build upon themselves, is like when like he was mentioning the Ishimura, and like what happened in the first game, and all those things. We learned more about the church, like we found the church inside of the space station we were at. And then like go back to the Ishimura and to walk through oh, it and probably dude. go through one of the coolest designed areas I've ever seen in a video game. Like, so I I, I will get back to this in gameplay. But yeah. Going through there, I was on pins and needles yes. waiting for something to happen. Exactly, and, like, and it, the... that'll probably be in how scary too. I think. Yeah. As well, 
And it's just like, I really felt like this game took the, like, and I was concerned when it started so fast and then we started learning more about Isaac. I was concerned because I've played games where they do that and it doesn't work. Like, oh, I'm yeah, thinking absolutely. like Halo 4 in particular. Like, I don't remember Halo 4. That's but fine. I no one you. does. Um, <laughs> and I was very, very impressed with the plot. Uh, yeah. I liked how they had like the blonde woman who we thought was a friend and she was evil. It's like, we're going, okay, we're just doing this again. And then they just murdered her. Like, I, I yeah. was happy for that. I was happy for what's the girl who saved his name? I forget her name. I'm sorry. Ellie? Uh, Ellie. Ellie, yeah. yeah. I like how like they like she was like strong willed, but she was like was she was fallible like she got injured and stuff and yeah. how she came and saved the day because the ending when he sat down the die and the credits started playing, I was like, Oh, he holy was ready. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is and, dark as and... <laughs> what is this? And I, I, I don't know, like, I felt they took proper risks. Um the only kind of con I had, because I really liked it, the, the biggest con I have is the the military director the 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 guy who we kind of meet at the end who we shoot oh, through like with a spike to the back of his Tigman, head Tigman I think say again it's like Tigman or something like that he I, was I... kind of out of nowhere like was yeah. he in the first game because he reminded me of the guy no. who got destroyed in front of the glass wall like you know but like I don't yeah. think it was it, it couldn't have been him like it was his character seemed more important than what the explanation of who he was was yeah, given to so... us. So basically, from what I understand, he is like not from what I understood and what I kind of remember, um, he was basically like not on the unitology side, but like a different. I'm trying to think of the word like a Illuminati thing. Okay. Kind of okay. like person in black kind of like. And, and that's my thing is like. He was yeah. interesting, and he obviously played a pivotal role, but we knew so little about him. Like, to have that special death scene and for us to, like, learn so little about him throughout but just know he was a constant threat. Yeah. I do think that makes is, – it's definitely a con. Like, that could definitely oh, be better. Absolutely. But, like I said, overall in plot, like, I liked that it was faster paced. I liked that it wasn't, like, do this area, get back on the tram and go. Like, you were constantly moving forward. I felt like you were yeah. pushing forward more, and I, and I really, really enjoyed that. And like I said, I really liked Ellie. I was like, I was actually concerned about Ellie's fate, which sometimes video games with side characters you don't care. Like, like there are some I don't care. Like, like Ada, I care about. Like Louis, Sarah, when he died at Resident Evil Four. No, you don't feel the same way. But like, I yeah. was like really taken, like really sad when that happened. Like, there's there's a lot of things about this plot that I like, and I was really really happy about that because when it first started off being much more fast paced, throwing you into it and diving into Isaac. I was concerned and I really, really appreciated how they made Nicole like be like good then bad that we didn't really know what was going on. And then it was obvious that she was just a figment of the marker trying to cause the, the end, you know? And so yeah. I, I really thought that was well done too. No, I, I think plot was, I like the plot a lot better than the original dead space. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm basically the exact same. Uh, I, I really like the inclusion of, uh, I already forget his name because I closed the document, Ross, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that his name, Ross? The, like, crazy guy? Oh, Strauss. Strauss, thank you. Um, I really like the inclusion of Strauss because it kind of gives us, like, an idea of, hey, if Isaac wasn't who he is, wasn't the protagonist, like, that is basically who he would be, right? Yeah. Like if he wasn't fighting Nicole back, basically. Yep. Um, and eventually having to kill him was weirdly gratifying. Oh, I, 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 I like... smashed, I, I stomped at the bits for taking out yeah. Ellie's eye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was, I, I think that they definitely learned from the first one. And I, I really think that Dead Space works in this like fast pace style more so than one and unfortunately they kind of do the resident evil thing where they go we know everything the players don't like let's do more of that in dead space 3 well i don't uh, know dead it's space 3 for me we're playing it together oh, and like, I, I am still excited <laughs> even though i know you aren't a fan and i've heard a lot of people aren't a fan i am excited it yeah, can't be as I, bad I think, as six it just cannot uh, no it, it's not that bad but but honestly like i i think that like you'd mentioned even bringing back going through the Ishimura and like it was so smart I love areas it. that we know and like knew because we kept going through them was like it's one of the things that brilliant. most disappoints me about the Resident Evil franchise is we've outside of that one DLC for Resi 5 we have never gone back to the Spencer Mansion oh it's because they like to forget yeah 
the past basically but that's like a big pro for me is that like it paid homage to where we came from and i really the same thing like in movies or anything i love it when narratives build upon themselves and like i just i really liked it so yeah Yeah. i'm ready to give it a score for plot if you are absolutely i mean i I gave it even a half i give it a nine and a half this is probably one of my favorite games that we've played okay cool um yeah i mean i guess i'll just kind of jump right into gameplay i mean do it literally everything feels better in this game <laughs> it does i actually use the three same guns the plasma cutter the flamethrower and the ripper um okay. the ripper was less effective i felt in this one like in the first one i felt like I, it pushed it out a lot farther this one it didn't yeah. um the leveling system is still the same but you can like reset yeah. if you need to uh but i i i, I love the upgrade system again the gameplay like I said, it felt like a mix of Silent Hill and Zelda. Like, I don't know how else yeah. to describe it besides that. And it was great. The puzzles were fun, a lot more fast-paced. Uh, I I guess, like, I got a little bit bored after a while of the hacking. Yeah, the hacking is... Uh, this was kind of the time in games where everything needed like a obtuse uh mini game yeah um i mean we'll see more of that trust me when we get to bioshock uh-huh. looking at you hacking is garbage <laughs> but yeah no it, it, it was fun and stressful mm-hmm. uh, specifically when they set it up where you have to i'm thinking specifically where you have to slow down the regenerating guy yep and hack at the same time and but, i thought that was good i and it's, it's not that, it's not even that big of a con it's more just like it got really repetitive and there was nothing else besides that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, it was always that one. Another thing that I really liked too, is that like in the first game, I barely used stasis when I was fighting things or use the kinesis. And yeah. I found myself using that a ton more in this because it was fun and it was smooth. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think they set it up right off the bat when you get it like, Hey, this is a useful tool. Like, yeah, you it, can do it a lot with feels it. feels that way. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I will be honest, I pretty much used the Ripper. I used the Ripper and I used Stasis to, like, just put things in place and just rip them apart. Uh, I, I'm a plasma cutter guy. I always use the plasma yeah. cutter and the pulse rifle. So. Um, there was other suits that had different perks. I found a couple. The suit that I ended up using, like, the modern suit I found at the very, very end. But the one okay. of the suit I used the most and I always changed into before I went shopping was a suit that gave a 10% discount at the store. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean... I, I, so the thing with the first one is they had different suits, but they were all like DLC and like you can, but I I think they did a really smart thing by adding those in because I mean, they look different. They They look different. They they feel different. They're, they're very cool. Like I, I, I really, really liked it. Um, what are other things? Uh, there was no asteroid game. Thank the Lord above. You could adjust (laughs) your, uh, sensitivity. Thank God again. (laughs) <laughs> um zero gravity was far easier to use and far more oh made more, a lot more sense yeah and, and like even when there are times where you kind of get turned around there's that i forget what button it is but part two like, where you could reset yeah. yourself to the ground yes yeah it was just uh, amazing literally they took what i thought was a really really brilliant gameplay in one and made it better here i mean yeah. if i were to give it cons like i really don't know if i would like i i had no glitches the eyeball thing, <laughs> I just needed to go slow. But, like, yeah. for me, I think people who have heard enough of our reviews know that when I play, in particular, Resident Evil games, I move fast. Like, I am yes. pulling at. Unless I'm, like, going, like, that's why I beat 7 so fast. Like, you know, I, I, I have fast times in 7. I have fast times in Village. I have fast times in 4. Like, I just, I like moving fast. And I felt like this played to that. But it also yeah. forced me to slow down sometimes, too. Like, when you're in the Ishimura and you're going through that big, long room, like, things come in front of you and behind you. The new enemy types, the little baby bombs were crazy. The little teenage Ugh. monsters were terrifying. We'll talk about that probably more and how scary. I just... And then it also brought back some of the old favorites about the big tank ones that you had to cut the arms off, the ones in the wall. Yes. You had to kill those again, and those were far less abusive. In the first game, they were just so abusive. This one, they were a little bit more manageable. Or maybe I just knew what I was doing. But I thought gameplay was great. And not only that, if I had more time, the hardcore mode. The hardcore mode is something that, like, like I, I know people have obviously heard my thoughts on De- Dark Souls. But, like, the hardcore mode for me, three saves, 
minimal health, minimal items, and then if you beat it, you get the hand cannon. Do you know what it is? Did he look it up? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's his fingers, and he goes poo poo. Yeah, he has a big foam finger, and it's like a one shot, and it it makes like there's no there's no explosion or any like cinematics. It's just everything is good, and it's just like if I had more time, I would absolutely play it because it looked like it. The game made me want to play it more. It just was Silent Hill Homecoming coming up and all the other things we have coming up. I just don't have the time, unfortunately. But, like, we don't do replayability on this podcast. But if we did, like, I want to play this more. Like, when I finished yeah. it, I wanted to go right back in. I just knew I don't have the time for it. I They took a, they took a gameplay that I really liked in one, and I thought they made it better, which is always a good thing. I'm telling you, man. And I, I said it when we did Dead Space 1. Like, I personally think Dead Space 2 is a better game. I mean, it's it's true here, too. I mean... Even the fact that when you are doing your like hand navigating thing, you can say yes. Oh, I think you're bringing that up. I totally, that was so nice too because I was like to backtrack. Yes. Like I was able, like I found a new suit. And I was like, or my, my inventory was full. It's like, well, I want to go drop this stuff off, so I run back to a place and drop it off, and then keep going. Like, you're. I totally forgot about that, and that was so right. And you can unlock shortcuts and everything. No, like thank you. For, I totally forgot about that. You're you're right. You're spot on. Right. It was great. And. Fun fact that I learned uh, while playing Phasmophobia with uh, Rachel and Randy, uh, they brought Randy in to test play the first Dead Space. Amazing. Um, and one of his things was they the players should be able to like do something to find it where to go next. And then then from that was born the like hand thing. Cool. I don't know. I found that out. That's yeah. so cool. God damn, they're so cool. I, I have <laughs> one con, and it's a very small okay. con. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me with that. I did not like how you had to destroy the bodies to drop items. See, this is where I think we're going to differ. Just just because I, I liked it in the fact that, like, I, I, I feel like the punching and kicking also felt better. Yeah. So whenever I killed anything, I just went up to it and, like, whacked it a couple times until it fell apart. And I, I, I think it definitely, like... For a game, like game wise, like gaminess, I think it doesn't make sense, but I think it like it forces you to reality. slow down. When I was using yeah, the and- Ripper, it wasn't that big of a deal because I would just, I just use the main, the primary shooting way of it, right? Yeah. And it just tore stuff up. But like I talked about, I like to move fast, and I felt like it, I felt like it was an intentional way of the game to slow you down when they when it felt like they made this game to go fast, and so it, it felt again. I barely took up anything for it, but that was like. There were times when that annoyed me, where I just wanted to run through yeah. the bodies that I created and grab the stuff, but instead I had to sit there and stop, and it like, it seemed like it was purposely slowing me down for no reason. One more thing I want to, because I, I feel like we're at that that scoring moment. We are. Um, we are. I I wanted to bring up one quick thing, just because I just remembered it. The ability to shoot at the glass and then quickly having to find that red. Spot oh my gosh! The, the first the time I, I died like three times to that because like it, it, especially because it would happen, I would be prepared for it or be really close to it, and I'd have to go back in and do it, which again yeah. makes me want to play the hardcore mode because like you only have three saves. Yeah, like I just I don't it, know I just it is so I don't remember is is it two, <laughs> so this might be ruining something uh, is it in two or three where on hardcore if you die erases your save must be three because for what okay. it described it when you beat it for two is that minimal health minimal items three saves the whole game and you when you die you go back to your previous save okay okay man yeah anyways this fucking game's amazing i love it <laughs> all right so for gameplay i gave it a nine and a half again i, just, I gave it i gave it a 10 yeah i just i yeah. it almost got a 10 but like i said it felt contradictory to have the stomping destroying the body thing when it was trying to make me play fast it felt like those two things yeah. didn't mesh but yeah that's, no that's fair um so for audio um i i kind of want to start with the soundtrack go for uh, it this time just because i feel like i think they do an amazing job with like the ambiance to the to the titan i forget uh, no titan is the the place where it is but basically the space station you're on yeah yeah um I, I think they do a fantastic job, and every OST song, basically, as I was going through it, looking for a song to use. Oh wait, quick pause! I forgot we didn't talk about yes. this in the Ishimura when you go to the med center and it's like the black light and the blood is glowing all over the walls. Absolutely stone cold, amazing. Probably one of the best set pieces I've ever seen in a video game. Sorry, I just 
realized no, we no, told, okay. I, was, I was looking at my notes because we didn't talk about that. We kind of mentioned it in plot, but that was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever done in a video game. So oh, sorry, yeah, dude, uh, you, but I, no, 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 no. It. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so a lot of my Ishmael stuff is uh, going to be in house scary. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think they did a really good job. I, I, I think for video games, it's. I look at video game soundtracks differently than I look at movie soundtracks. I, I, I think with. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> um, I, I don't think you have any like Final Fantasy level of music. In this no, Boo Matsu is the John Carpenter Halloween theme of video games. I think Th- that is fair. Um, and, and, and or I, I guess find... the uh, the who does the Star Wars and Jurassic Park and John Williams. John Williams. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like uh-huh. like the, the, that. It's very hard to consistently hit a level like yeah. that. Oh, absolutely, and I, I don't think you see that here. Like, obviously, I couldn't hum off a tune or whatever from it. But I actually found myself not taking off points for that because I think that when they use it in the game, it is chilling, like legitimately chilling. I there were times where moving through the uh, the daycare, yeah, like low ambient music comes in, and it's like I I, I had played the game before, so I knew what was coming <laughs> up with the babies, and like I, I was like getting goosebumps because well not only Um, that but i think you hit it right on the head when you said the ambient noise right if it's ambient if it's the background it's it's supposed to be there to amplify what you're playing but you don't need to like it doesn't need to be the final fantasy theme you know what i mean it doesn't need to be the battle music from a final fantasy game or the victory like it's meant to elevate the scenes you're in and it's different for each of the environments you go into and it is always amplifying what you're seeing on the screen it is probably the most perfect representation of ambient noise in a video game we've had in a very long time oh absolutely like like this is i mean obviously it's like a back in 2011 this was a triple a game by a triple a studio published by a triple a publisher I think they did amazing. I really do with the soundtrack, with the ambient music. This is my highest score, and so you already know where my last score is at. So <laughs> yeah. if it's higher, it has to go higher. So yes, yeah. that was perfect. And again, I don't need a theme. Like, there's not even a really a theme for Resident Evil either. But I always give it high marks, and it's because the ambient music is always fantastic. Yeah, and the voice acting. Oh God, they damn. fixed the, the problems that I had with not having characters look the same. Everyone sounded different, even though I didn't like or didn't like. I didn't really know a whole lot about the military Illuminati guy. Like, I still was able to delineate him from everybody else going on when they were calling, because sometimes they would call it just be audio. The audio logs were terrifying and fantastic and great. And there was just so much. And like, the guns sound good, and the new monsters, the baby monsters. Like, you could tell what kind of monsters coming at you by the sound, which is perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. I like when we went to space again, how the sound dropped off. I. This game, when it comes to audio, is fantastic, and I'm so thankful that since they decided to make Isaac more of a character, they did a good job with it. Because, again, that is something that when you actually decide to build on a character, you can miss out on. Like, And I think they nailed it. I, I truly, in my heart, feel like they hit it on the head, and I could not ask for more. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. It's so hard, to, it's so hard yeah. to do these reviews when it's like all lovey-dovey, but like... I have no cons. Like it I, is. this is yeah. atmospherically, voice acting wise, this is top tier. Again, replayability, we don't score it, but if I had the time, I would be trying to go for the hardcore mode for sure. Yeah, and and I'm not sure if this counts as audio or gameplay, but I like being given the option when I pick up an audio log to listen to it right then or listen to it in a minute when i'm done doing the shit i'm doing oh i always just listen to it but yes you're right having the option is nice too but i i, I always listen yeah. to it the text ones i went back through but the audio ones i was like i was like oh it's like listen to a podcast while i'm killing necromorphs <laughs> so yeah, yeah i already no, kind of gave away yeah. the goose but i gave it a 10 i thought it was perfect I, I also gave it a 10 i mean i i love this game and nothing will change that so how scary the last time when we reviewed dead space this was definitely this was across the board our lowest score um i I'll go first because my first playthrough, and then you have a history, okay, yeah, so yeah. I'll let you kind of clean up everything. I prefer horror games when you move fast, 
but there's still that atmosphere going on. It is just the kind of horror games I like. It's why I like Seven. It's why I like Four. It's why I liked Village. To me, this is the kind of stuff that I am all in on because I do play fast and I do move quick. And sometimes that's fine. Other times it gets me in bad situations. And when you start off and you're right into it, like it is, it is in your face. The new Necromorphs, it's not that they're more hard, but they definitely swarm you a lot more, which I really, really liked because I felt like that was a very, I think sometimes games make the mistake of thinking more is better where it could, where honestly it just needs to be stacked. Like you don't need to throw 400 enemies at me. You can throw 20 enemies at me and have them like kind of slowly approach and that can be very difficult and scary. And yeah, like I, I mean go ahead. sorry to sorry to butt in for a second, but like even like take like the weird bowl things yeah. that would rush you. They forced you to move around a lot. And the raptors. They forced you. Yeah. The raptors were probably what I think is the coolest one. Again, I figured out a method of dealing with them. I just ran into a corner and just put out the ripper and just let him run into it. But even that, if you weren't fast enough to shoot the ripper out, they went through it and they hit you. Yeah. And then yeah. that screwed you because once you got hit, then the other ones would start coming or the little baby bombs would come or the guys with the slam arms would come. And that's what I'm saying is like, I play fast. Like I, I straight up do, but it got me in trouble because I, I got confident or I get in a bad spot and the right kind of enemy types would come. And that is stressful. That is scary. Like for me, like that that is the kind of horror I like. Don't be wrong, I like my Silent Hills, right? Where it's atmospheric and meant like in like the like messing with your head and stuff. Like I, I do like that. I've talked about that. Like that is something that I do really like. But this was right up my alley. Like this was this was this is what I like. It was definitely scarier than the first one. I know you're gonna talk about it, we've been talking about it nonstop, but the Ishimura scene when you first go in and it looks cleaned out and you think you're safe, but you know something's going to happen. And then it starts, and it's like, okay, well, it can't get any worse. And then you get to the medical bay with the black lights and the, the goo, and I don't know. And then, again, the, the end when you thought like you were just going to sit there and die. Like, I I really, really was incredibly impressed by how scary this was. Is this a scary game I played? No. But it's definitely scarier than the first one, and I'm very thankful for that. Because, again, when you start going fast, you might get into the Resident Evil 5 situation where it's like... yeah. But it was never that. I was solidly impressed. So Justin, as someone who played this on release and as someone who has played it many times, how did it live up to the scariness of the first time? Did it get scarier? Did it get less scary? Where are you at with it? So, so I, I actually think that this is one of those games that it kind of keeps its same level of scariness, which is great. I mean, I've played this game. That's how I feel about 4 and 7. <laughs> yeah, like, like it, honestly, like I, I've probably played it five or six times, which I know isn't a ton, but that is it for you as a ton. A, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> for you, that's a bunch. <laughs> like I looked at my time on steam before I had started playing it this time. And I was like, Oh, I have 20 hours on, on it already. Okay. Oh, wow. And then I was like, Oh wait, but I also play, played and beat it on the 360 uh-huh. too. So it's like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, but on, honestly, like I, I think the fact to include the Ishimura where we spent literally the entire first game mm-hmm. is like, it was brilliant. It's so brilliant. Um, and, and the fact that really, even this time, I had forgotten that we actually go back onto the Ishimura. So the second I got oh, on the, there... You I saw was, it and they teased it and then it's like, fuck, I actually have to go back. And it, it, again, yeah. like I just... And like I was dreading it. I didn't want to go back on that ship. You know what I mean? Well, and, and I think in going back to that ship, they do one of the smartest things they could have done. And it's they do not throw stuff at you right away. They let yeah. you... They let basically it build. walk around. Yeah, the one they let it build, and they basically let you feel like you are getting comfortable. Yep. And then the second you get comfortable, it drops, and I mean, shit goes crazy, right? Like, I mean, that, that's how it is in these games. But that was one of the most tense chapters um, of basically. I think that chapter by itself was more tense than the entire game of Dark Souls One. And yes, I mean, obviously they play around a lot with uh, existential dread with uh, Isaac basically going, I did what I was supposed to do. So I'm just going to lay here yeah, and die. And not only that, I think the last thing we'll talk about is Nicole. Like yes. you and I, like you're soon to be married. Like I just got married, but we've been with our, our wives for like a long time. Yeah. And just like 
that and dealing with the like the failure and the betrayal and just all that stuff like and she looks terrifying with like the lights coming out of her mouth and stuff especially how the last yeah. game ended and to not like kind of leave us and then to make the joke at the very end of the game yeah you know i just <laughs> i was very 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 impressed by the house by how scary this game was and i i am ha- I, that's one of my probably my favorite about the podcast is being able to experience some of these games for the first time and actually have a good in-depth conversation with someone else um yeah no it was it was great i gave it eight and a half i gave it an eight i mean i really think that they took the stepping stones that they laid down for dead space one and really improved on oh my lord oh shit i am also looking at this oh you look you gotta look must be surprised (laughs) Okay. I don't know where it lands. I mean, I'm assuming I know where it lands, okay. but... <laughs> so, for plot, I gave it 8.5, just gave it a 9.5. For gameplay, I gave it a 9.5, just gave it a 10. For audio, I gave it a 10, and so did Justin. And for how scary, I gave it an 8.5, just gave it an 8. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 93, which puts it in the top 10. It is tied Damn in straight. fourth with Scream and Shaun of the Dead. The only video game above it is the Resident Evil 2 remake, and the video game below it is Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Yeah, I mean, really, like I mean, like I said, I, I think they really took to heart what people had issues with in Dead Space 1, and, I mean, fixed them and made them better in every yeah. way. Um, before we go into our closing... Sure a choice needs to be made here for dead space three because we are going to play it co-op. Um, I would like for you to play Isaac. Okay. Because I want you, because I've seen the end of Isaac's journey through Isaac. Okay. So I want you to be, able. are you trying to avoid a, the forest situation where I fuck things up? No, 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 no. So basically how it is, is (laughs) we, I hope um, that, that, that Twitch, segment still exists out there somewhere in the ether oh i'm sure it does i'm sure it does um i think i have it saved somewhere i'll, I'll have to look um but, but no so one of the few times in... i think you're ready to quit the podcast and just be done with oh me. i was so i was so fucking mad <laughs> um yeah so the way it works in dead space 3 is we will see different things okay cool okay yeah, I, I, I appreciate that i'm not that, gonna that. say any more than that but i appreciate that I, and i think it's important for you to are you gonna stream this it? is your um yeah maybe i don't know well we'll see how we feel basically okay. as it comes yeah all right that's dead space 2 we're gonna play a commercial from the member podcast of the kaleidoscope media network and head on into the closing ghosts split souls monsters sociopathic villains cold-blooded murders and nightmares becoming reality does this sound like horror to you Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. So I think we can agree that Aliens has by far been a lot more enjoyable than Kaiju. And I think even the movies that you've watched that you didn't oh, like. Oh, absolutely. I think the only absolutely. blight so far has been Blasto. And my God, what a terrible time for that game to come out <laughs> during the Dante <laughs> stuff. And then just what a what a bad game. Ginger, I love you. but And I know you would have picked the Dead Space games <laughs> if we didn't already slot them. But my Lord, what a... What a piece of shit game. The, it is the yeah. perfectly worst thing we've reviewed on this podcast. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, huh, I think really any week... Well, see, that's the thing. is I enjoyed some of the stuff in the Kaiju, but overall... Well, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong. Um, OG Godzilla. Even them. Yeah, OG them. Godzilla. Even them. Um, but honestly, like week to week this has been a lot like i'm looking forward like, like the next couple weeks are gonna be a blast like we have the thing next week yeah we have night of the tree never seen right i know like bits and pieces because it's a pop culture but i've never actually sat yeah. down and watched it so i'm super excited night okay. of the creeps also haven't seen it that's a rachel Either forced I. entry i know she wants to try to do a watch party i'll probably watch it first and then watch it with them 
Okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which we've already pre-recorded for your wedding. Uh, we won't yes. spoil anything for that, but it, that was one I, I made sure to force in here. We have Halloween Kills coming up. And then Silent Hill Homecoming, which, again, like I, I know that it's not going to be that good, but we're going to be joined by Allie from uh, Bloody Disgusting, and then Tuck is going to join us for that, too. So that's going to be a fun one. Like We always think the Silent Hill is fun, and even if the game isn't good, which I've told it's not... But then we have Aliens, which we're going to be doing with the zombie girls. And then Predator, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Like, I, oh my god, I cannot wait for that one. Like, there's just so much fun stuff on the horizon. I just, I don't know. I, I, I But I think I, I mentioned it, I think, last week during Invasion. Maybe it was during the blob. I just really, I love alien horror. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to get a lot more of it. I honestly... I think I'm trying to see I'm looking at the games and stuff honestly like I don't even the games are like even the well, X-Files PS1 game it might be goofy but it's, it's only six so... hours but it's going to be fun it's going to be fun it can't oh, be worse man. than Blast or Vampire Hunter D that's all I know hey I like uh, no Vampire Hunter D never mind yeah, so don't I, you I lie I'll get that. Tony in here yeah. to come come put you in your place you, 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 that was the only game where we all sat down and we're like we have to delay this <laughs> like we are not in a good mental health state to continue to oh, punish man. ourselves so there's actually um, I did see fuck I'm gonna have to look it uh, back up there is a I found out today that this obviously doesn't fit here but hey I forgot to mention it earlier I found out that there's a ring game like the ring is there really uh based on the book that came out that the movie was based on we should look into that i agree i agree apparently it's like fucking super weird we'll have but... to wait for a ghost to come back around but that would be fun i think yeah and we got to figure out our halloween kills when we're gonna yes. do that yeah my my theater hasn't opened up show times yet but as soon as i get availability you know i'm gonna be on that Mine has. It's going to show at uh, October fifteenth at whatever time I want. Oh, sorry, it's going to be playing home. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I will be at the theater and I will be going with my Michael Myers mask. So I'll post yeah. a picture. Hey, hey, you're still wearing a mask, right? That's I'll, I'll wear a mask over the mask. Okay, <laughs> I'll be safe. But no, like I said, I'm so happy to be playing through this. I, I've been hearing the Dead Space three is a drop off, but I'm just going to be 100 honest, like. Playing with you will be fun. I always have fun playing with you, even if you don't have fun playing with me sometimes because I'm no, a I bad do. teammate. Hey, but, okay, but here's the thing. So obviously the difference between us is I'm a, I'm slow and you are fast. Dead Space 3 is a fast game. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you thought Dead Space 2 is a fast game, Dead Space 3 is a fast, fast game. Okay. So All right, we have Silent Hill Homecoming in between there, so we got to oh, get our minds right for dude, that. Dude, I, I am – there is a booty shot – Okay, I, I'm just going to fucking tell you now. I have to tell you because I have to talk to somebody okay. about it. You get introduced to one of the Silent Hill nurses, and this is after they have been, like, super overly sexualized. Okay. they The camera literally pans from underneath behind her. You can see her ass hanging out the bottom of her thing. Goes around so you can see her cleavage and then pulls out. And then it's like, okay, there's oh, the Oh, great. I'm ex- <laughs> I am excited to play. <laughs> Justin, any last thoughts on Dead Space 2 before we wrap this up and get out of here? Um, I, I'm just I'm I am happy you liked it. I know I meant to remind Randy because I know Randy wanted to talk about it too. Um, I I really think that this is like probably going to be the best game that we play in Aliens. I forget. Are you watch your mouth. X Files is still coming up. <laughs> well, the only thing that I really thought might have like had a leg to stand on is Prey, mm-hmm. but I don't. I know I like that game. I don't know how you're going to feel about that game. But I, 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 I'm happy that Dead Space 2 uh, got its chance in the light. Yeah, I'm happy we got it on the podcast. Guys, thank you much for hanging out with us. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord. 
into the website. We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.